0: In the world full of film and TV news. This just in. Breaking news for you now. Gotta interrupt you here. We have some breaking news. Some breaking news. to another story that is breaking overnight. Three men have joined forces to bring you. The Weekly
1: Hello and welcome to the Weekly cut podcast, where we talk and break down the latest in TV and film. This is co-host Connor T. I'm host Brad. Hello. I've got one word for you. Yeah, Vegas. Vegas. Look, <laughs> <laughs> no, we've been at, we've probably mentioned this every other week. Yeah, uh, we are going on my stag do, uh, courtesy of Connor, who's the best man, mm. and uh, we're going to Vegas for a week. Big week. That's a long ass week yeah. in Vegas. We might not be back. <laughs> we don't know. We're, we should be back for the flash for you. So just uh, there is a reason we're bringing it up next week. We won't be there to do Transformers: Rise of the Beast, yeah, but we will follow up later in June with that to see how well that is because that's apparently not bad. Yeah, apparently it's one of the better Transformers movies. Though worded like that, sounds a bit <laughs> doesn't yes. sound great, a bit stinky. But we're back for the big flash episode, as Connor said. If we survive, I'll just Vegas. point out. That
0: we land on the Thursday, and the dedication that Brad has, you've seen it three hours later.
1: I was hoping nobody knew that, too much, but now you do. I am going to go for it, only because the spoilers, I really don't want to get spoiled. We're not going to be on our phones that much in Vegas, so I don't think I'm going to see it, but yeah, I just want to get it out before I see, I don't know, Nick Cage back as buddy's (laughs) multiverse Superman or something. Um, So follow us on Twitter, at WigglyCut, we're going to be giving a few updates over in Vegas as well, we'll keep the news going, um, but as I said, no podcast. Uh, Follow us uh, on TikTok as well, Yeah, Um, got some snippets on there, really good stuff. Uh, and this week, what has made your cut? There's no doubt it's a huge episode. Not only are we talking one of our most anticipate, anticipated anticipated sequels in some time. That's Across the Spider-Verse. Could not wait for this one, so we're going to break that down. We're also hearing that James Gunn has found his Man of Steel for Superman Legacy. There are some crazy updates to report of Fast and Furious franchise. Deadpool 3 casting rumours. Tom Cruise is furious at Christopher Nolan. And Sony dropped a huge update for the future of their Spider-Man movies, and a friendly reminder that I didn't—I completely forgot about this. I didn't ask for this much, but in 1998, Sony bought Marvel for seven million. Oh, obviously, it's such a big story that they yeah. got—they bought the rights when Marvel were, were you know, in trouble. But I, I never really realized the money situation. That yeah. it was seven million. They then also turned down $25 million for the rest of Marvel. What a mistake that was. That's mental. But you're happy with, with Spider-Man? Yeah. Let's get on with the news.
2: news. News, 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 news,
1: Okay, so first reported by Big Screen Leaks, Andy Muschietti, I think that's how you say it. That's cool good. name. Yeah, good. Cool name. Is reportedly tapped to direct DCU's Batman Brave and the Bold instant reaction, Conaty. I am, I'm happy with that. You are happy. Yeah, I am. I like it. I like it as well, when they beat the shit out of the canal. Yeah, fantastic.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and the reception that Flash is getting... Very true. I think he... That's safe hands. I know it's a different style of Batman that we'll be used to seeing, yeah. but I do think he'll be... But you are
1: going to have a little bit of Affleck in this. Yeah. So, and I sort of agree with you. Keaton, I don't, I'm not going to take... I'm going to take a pinch of salt of what I see from Michael Keaton, because... The template's already there. Everyone knows what 90s Tim Burton Batman should be. So Andy is going to nail that, I yeah. have no doubt from what we've seen. But how handles Ben Affleck's Batman, a modern day Batman mm. in Gotham, that's what we're going to see in this Batman Brave and the Bold. So I'm really excited to see how he does this then.
0: Yeah, I think I just want a Batman that we can all love again. <laughs> because some of them are quite like, I think Affleck can be quite decisive.
1: Okay, I love. I, divisive, lo- I absolutely love Ben Affleck as Batman, but I completely understand your point and agree yeah. that he is a bit divisive. He is very negative and dark. And yeah. so was Superman. That's, yeah, that, he that, was. Sorry, that's Snyder. That's the Snyderverse. Yeah, so we are going to get a different take on things, a more comic, you know, upbeat time.
0: But it's got to be, it's got to be only good news. It's off. The, if off the Flash, he's been given these keys as well. Yeah.
1: So all the talk that James Gunn's saying about this is one of the greatest superhero movies he's ever seen probably is he's not exaggerating that because he's the dcu co-ceo now yeah he's probably thinking my god this is some good shit yeah you can't get superman wrong you can't get batman wrong <laughs> no not straight away no way no right. right. yeah no christ. way christ uh okay let's move on uh another dc huge rumor that seems to be true is david corin sweat which i will hold my hands up i've never seen him in anything I'm going to hold my hands yeah. up. Uh, David Sweat is going to play Clark Kent in James Gunn's Superman Legacy. Now, you just said the words. You don't get Superman wrong. You don't get it What are your wrong. thoughts on this initially? Um, this man looks like a god. He does look. He's a very handsome chick. So,
0: I think this is perfect. <laughs> if we're going on looks alone, height, build, looks, yeah. the man looks fantastic. I haven't showed Holly his picture <laughs> because I'm a bit uh, frightened. Yeah, fair enough.
1: Yeah. But Do you yeah. know what you mentioned? The height, good. Uh, that's, a, that's a good sort of point to bring up because Henry Cavill, although he's a you know he's a mountain, he's a tank.
2: Mm.
1: He was, I think, he's only six foot. Yeah. So hem, uh, hem, sorry, Henry Clark Kent is you know notably a six foot three, six foot four huge guy. Yeah. Um, and you know from corn fed rays in Smallville, etc. So this guy, David, he is six foot three. Yeah. So I feel like you are going to see a different kind of presence on screen and they're going to be able to harness more Christopher Reeve-like with this type of actor.
0: Yeah, I see that.
1: Whereas Superman, although he was funnelled by Zack Snyder, in my opinion, brilliant vision, but um, although he was funnelled in that sort of dark, brute, I'm man of steel, this is going to be a bit more, you know, James Gunny. Yeah. In a good way,
0: yeah. I think. And um, I can see him playing Clark Kent a lot as well. Yes. He's, he can make the switch. With Henry Cavill, I didn't really buy it. When it especially when he went to the... Um, Daily Planet. Yeah, I didn't really buy it, it as Clark
1: Kent. Yeah, we, we didn't get enough, yeah. in fairness. Yeah. But I do, I, I mean, again, love Henry Cavill, but they did not tap into Clark Kent at all yeah. in that aspect. And so how could you buy it if you've not been sold it a lot? That's so true, yeah. I agree with you. I do yeah. agree with that. So I'm really excited for this Daily Planet um, and stuff like that. So brilliant. Uh, re- good to him because Tom Holland, look at his life now. Yeah, He was, he was a no one. Um, Billy Elliot play on the play in West End now he's like one of the most in demand not in demand but one of the most known actors working in Hollywood yeah and he's got a in his arm he has <laughs> yes, indeed go on now do you know what's really bad about him I'll move on from Tom Holland I promise you um, his new crowded room Apple Plus Apple TV uh, series mm. he's got like 20% on Rotten Tomatoes <sighs> everything he's done that's outside of Spider-Man yeah. from that cherry to um, the one where him and Daisy Ridley are you know, loves and they can hear each other's thoughts. I can't remember the name of that movie. Yeah. Um, and there was a, something else he's done that was just and it's not getting anything. Yeah. It's a bit like the Russo brothers, which you brought up. True. Yeah. Like About yeah. they, everything they're doing outside of you know a Marvel, they're not getting well received either. I think they all just need to come back to Marvel, like please. <laughs> please. Yes. We really want you to. Yeah. You know. Everyone wins then. Um, but yeah, I just thought I'd mention that. It's uh, poor Tom Holland needs to fire his agent. I think. Yeah. Um, right. Moving on to Marvel's side of the pond. This is this is huge. This is huge because I'm here and it's true. Next huge rumour to talk about is Deadpool 3. Currently filming in the UK. It's not affected by the uh, WGA strike. Although Ryan Reynolds, as we said last week, isn't able to do any improv. A mm. little bit annoying. Um, but I'm sure they'll work around it. Um, they're not just bringing back Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. Mm. They're bringing back... Have you seen this, by the way? No. James Marsden's Cyclops. Oh, Fankey, uh sorry, Fanke Janssen's Jansen's Gray And Halle Berry's Storm. Jesus. That is sick. That is sick, That's yeah. Sick. I I this movie just could be so much fun. I think yeah,
0: I think I think we need this fun from yeah. people. Because they're trying to give us fun. But we don't
1: want that fun. We
0: want <laughs> naughty fun. Yeah, we, we want, want- like Fun fun.
1: Yeah. I know but do you know what? As weird as that sentence you just put together <laughs> sounded, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. And I do feel like something far removed from the MCU story building at the minute, um, which is not really going so great because of the Jonathan Majors thing. We'll hear about that soon because his court appearance is coming up. Yeah. Um so that's sort of floating on dead water at the minute in terms of where MCU is going to go. This is completely far removed. This is Ryan Reynolds having a multiversal road trip with Hugh Jackman, yep. and they're going to see some brilliant people along the way, like the three I just mentioned.
0: And I think they'll be self-aware because the whole film yes, is self-aware. Of course, it is. That's their fault, so Yeah,
1: these characters will be self-aware, yeah. and they'll I'll make be good jabs at themselves. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Hundred percent. Yeah, uh, can't wait. I really hope that's true, but um, from what we're hearing, we think it is. Um, so. Now, we're going through this nice and fast, yeah. and that was a planned segue I just thought three seconds ago. It's Fast and Furious time. Excellent. The Rock. Yes. Let's talk about him. So, everyone now knows he's back in a post credit scene as Luke Hobbs in Fast X. Mm. Um, not doing great, really, at the box office, that, for a Fast and Furious movie. it's doing better overseas, but domestically really bad. Good. Um it no right. <laughs> If you listened to our last podcast episode <laughs> where we broke that down, uh, we was not massive fans, but we liked Jason Momoa. We're going to be talking about him in just a second. Um, but Connor is going to read out uh, a little snippet from the man himself, uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Uh, he put this up on social media. I can't remember the exact day now, um, but he released it along with the Raps report about a new movie. So mm. Would you just like to read that highlighted segment there for us, please? Right, here we
0: go. <laughs> Let me just get my Terramaner out. <laughs> the next Fast and Furious film you'll see, The Legendary Lawman... why oh, <laughs> oh, is he <hell>. legendary? <laughs>
1: anyway, sorry. The
0: Legendary Lawman in... a Legendary Lawman in will be Hobbes the
1: movie.
0: Uh, let me start again, I'm reading like a five-year-old. <laughs> I apologise to everyone listening,
1: just rewind the this clock. This is why I do this, because I would be the same, but here we go. Right.
0: The next Fast and Furious film you'll see, Legendary Lawman in, will be the Hobbes movie that will serve as a fresh new chapter and set up for Fast X Part 2. We'll see how, I don't know. Uh, last summer, at Vin Diesel and I put all the paths behind us. We'll lead... <laughs> we'll lead with Brotherhood and Resolve and always take take care of the franchise, characters and fans in capitals that we love. Oh,
1: he's so full of himself. So, a uh, little, <coughs> little bit to break down there. First of all, Con, um, whilst you gather yourself, uh, do you like the character, Luke Hobbs? I do like the character. It's I a feel cool like I character. do. It's a cool character. Yeah, could not reckon it can hold a movie on its own.
0: Um, no, that's why I think it will fall away. You need someone else with him.
1: The only thing that would make it work is if it's Jason Momoa. Yeah, that's going after his family now because the post-credit scene set it up like I'm coming for you. You actually killed my father. Yeah. Um, so them two battling off against each other, I think would sell. Yep, I'd watch that. And please don't make it unrealistic why don't you use this as a way of making a bit more grounded Mm. you're a big guy that's fine yep but be brutal and in that aspect let's not jump out of buildings and land on your back and only break your arm which you then later bicep clench out of these yeah i I agree would you i'm not saying like do a john wick thing but just make it a bit more grounded and a bit different to what people are getting sick of because the box office numbers are clearly showing signs of you no, know, no fuel in the tank. Yeah, I think
0: he should be that oh, nice. He should be, <laughs> He should do that. And I think if he does that and goes in that direction, yeah. he could potentially push on with Hobbs going forward when Fast X is dead and buried, yeah. which he never will be. He can then push on with a grounded Hobbs. Exactly. Just have another little
1: John Wick style yeah. film. I and I think that's a really good point, actually. That's what he needs. Yeah, that's do. a good point, which I'm going to bring up now, because this is clearly, and tell me if you think I'm wrong, is this clearly a Black Adam failure domino yeah absolutely it is he's, he's got nothing at the moment his stock is a little bit low I'm trying to think of his, his sort of most recent movies Jungle Cruise obviously it come out in the pandemic although it was quite fun it wasn't like sort of mad received yeah Um. so other than Jumanji which I think is quite a well sort of a loved thing at the minute that that one and two um, he hasn't got much yeah he hasn't really and there is rumours that he's stopped. although it's The Rock and he He's fine. Yeah, um, he does need a couple of wins.
0: Yeah, and he's got to be careful because other wrestlers are coming through. John Cena.
1: That's true. Dave is a fantastic actor. Yeah.
0: Roman Reigns has now got a yes. role in something. Yeah. So uh, Seth Rollins. Sorry, I think Seth yeah, Rollins, in sorry, Captain yeah. America. Yeah. But Roman Reigns. Only a matter of time before yeah. he gets
1: a role. It'll probably so. be in this because he was in Hobson Shaw with him. <laughs> oh, Yeah, <laughs> yeah he was, for like a yeah. little bit. So you're right. You're absolutely so right. So I
0: think he's got a he's got to get a big win.
1: Hundred percent. That's exactly. And, and I think that's why he's done this. Yeah, I do. And, and that's why Gal Gadot is back as well because she's not local. Like Wonder Woman. So. The dominoes are falling all over from DCU's uh, DCEU's failure. So basically
0: uh, Fast and Furious <laughs> is um, the MLS, yeah. the Premier League to the MLS. They're
1: drafting him in. Yep. Get him. Uh, right, we're gonna stay on Fast and Furious just to close this bit off. Now, full disclosure, this is just a rumour. Mm. I'm not to take it with a pinch of salt, but everything that's happened over the Fast franchise saga leads me to believe this is most likely true. <laughs> so, yeah. So it's reported that Vin Diesel is embarrassed by Jason Momoa being branded the only bright spot in the film. And stealing his thunder in the franchise he built himself, Diesel was unhappy with Momoa's in quote overacting and scene stealing end quote during Fast X. Oh. Momoa was paid a whopping five million for this role, and apparently knows about Diesel's bad mouthing around Hollywood. Oh, um, now first of all, do you think this is true? Uh, I do think this is true, oh.
0: and the problem I have now, I'm going to apologize to The Rock. Because Vin Diesel's the common denominator, yeah? Eh? That's a good point. He's always involved. Yeah, that's a good yeah, point. I think he he's getting big
1: actors come in. And also, remember, Justin Lin, the director that left, had issues. Yeah. So that's another common denominator, Vin, yeah. Vin's involved.
0: You've got these big names, and I think he's threatened by these names and a bit intimidated. He's just thinking, I'm going to kick off then. <laughs> what? He hasn't built this on his own. Poor Ludacris and all that. Yeah.
1: What about him? And also, ain't Paul Walker been in more movies? Well, not, not obviously not now, but Paul Walker was in Too Fast and Furious as well. He was like, Paul, this was Paul Walker's baby as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I understand you're now a producer, but just calm
0: down. Yeah, it's only yours because he
1: passed yeah. away. So that's why you're- He's made your it. money as well. Yeah, leave yeah, it. Just calm. It. Um, anyway, I, th- I think that's- f- I just wanted to throw that in because we were talking about Fast X anyway. Um, but yeah, calm down, Vin. It's a bit of a knob, isn't he? Right. Now, two people that we love. No knobs here. <laughs> not in this room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say <laughs> <laughs> There are, there's no knobs here. Uh, so while we're on the topic of Hollywood beef, Tom Cruise is furious. Well, you can't get him upset. Absolutely furious. So I just want to explain this because people have seen this all over the news, all over um, the internet and social media. Um, Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1 releases July 12th and has booked most of the IMAX screenings in North America. So I know we know, but for people who don't know, that's the domestic box office tally. Yeah. So that's quite a big thing. However, on July 21st, Christopher Nolan's Oppenheimer releases and has locked every single IMAX screening of North America. So, Tom Cruise is furious. And his point, which has, been, which has come out, is that he thinks, although this is a bit of a dig at Oppenheimer, I personally think he's got, he's got a point. So I want you to tell me if I'm being Tom Cruise biased because I love him. Or you think he has a point. Yeah. So he's saying that the biggest box office draw is Mission Impossible. That That's the universally renowned thing. Oppenheimer is a biopic, a dark one. It's actually even R-rated as well now. As, yeah. uh, that only came out last week. Um, it's a long-ass movie as well. By the way, me and Connor are really excited for Oppenheimer. Yeah, really excited yeah. for it. Um, and we're really excited for Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning. Oh, we're really excited. And do you love Christopher Nolan? I love him. And do you love Tom Cruise? I love him. So we're just speaking as objectively as we can be. It's like two parents with a kid. It is, and the it, parents are arguing. The exactly kids. that, God. Yeah. So is there any point you think, you know what, Tom, you are right, or is he being a bit of a brat? Mm. What are you thinking? Uh... <sighs> A three So there's a three, just to tally up again, there's a three-week gap between um, Dead Reckoning and, uh, no, sorry, it isn't it. uh July 12th comes out. So what's that? Ten days, is Ten that? days, yeah. Something like that, nine days? So, yeah, that's not long, is it, before all the IMAX screenings of Mission Impossible are done, there's none.
0: Yeah, that isn't long. I think it's out of order of Oppenheim and Nolan to book every single one. <laughs> yeah. There should be at least a few that yeah. aren't touched, but... I mean, Tom can't have it all.
1: That's true. But that is I, true. I
0: do think it's unfair that Mission Impossible could potentially suffer because Oppenheimer have yeah. secured the whole lot. Yeah. Share. Yeah. let all share.
1: Well, I mean, I'm sure Mission Impossible will still be fine. But yeah, I mean, that isn't a long time for people to get out to see IMAX. No one can then watch it and then go re-watch it in IMAX if they wished. They yeah. People lose that aspect because the, the whole point of Oppenheimer, it's shot 100%, a bit like Dune Part 2. Mm. It's shot 100% in IMAX cameras. Um, so it need, it does need the IMAX screening, whereas Mission Impossible doesn't. So yeah. that's another point for Nolan. Um, but he's apparently been f- like going around Hollywood showing Mission Impossible because it's going to be great. Yeah. We know that. The oh, trailers yeah. look great. Be fantastic. <laughs> so fantastic. So he's showing it, basically saying, oh, if I was you, I'd move. So he's gone to Universal and he's via Paramount who yeah. got Mission Impossible saying like why don't you move Oppenheimer I think even to Warner Brothers Barbie that comes out the same day as well July 21st yeah move it he's saying um yeah I mean should they <laughs> I mean I I think they probably should move it is Mission Impossible like you are gonna lose a lose? yeah even like two weeks yeah just
0: push back a whole month just push back one month
1: I suppose August isn't really yeah. hot to go to cinema is it no but, it's not but, but then again it's, it won't have a lot of competition yeah uh, but my question again, we'll end it with this then. Do you think Universal will buckle in any way, or will they go, Nolan, whatever you want?
0: Don't I think they'll say, Nolan, do whatever you want. Don't upset Christopher Nolan. <laughs> no. I know you can't upset Cruz, but Cruz ain't a part of it. No. They're, they're stable.
1: Nolan's one of the most sought out directors in, in world yeah. film at the minute. Uh, also, bear in mind that this is Universal's first movie with Christopher Nolan. They lost, Warner Brothers lost Nolan. Through the whole day and day release HBO Max debacle, yeah. So I'd very much doubt Universal are going to do anything that pisses Nolan off. Yeah,
0: they can't say you're going to let Tom Cruise push <laughs> the whole studio around. Tom Cruise could probably, but Universal say we can't
1: do that. Little man syndrome. Uh, but can't wait for both. Um, I, me and Connor, as we just said, don't think anything's going to change. I think they're both just going to have to release in July and, and let yeah. people go and see movies <laughs> twice if yeah. they want. Uh, okay. Now, lastly, for our new segment. At the premiere uh, for Across the Spider-Verse, producer Amy Pascal confirmed a live-action Miles Morales movie is in the works. So just stop on that for a minute before we talk Spider-Man 4. How vital is this casting?
0: It has to it has to be as key as Tom Holland's casting.
1: Without question. Yeah, they
0: can't get it wrong. Tom Holland is, probably for me, the perfect Spider-Man.
1: Yeah, I agree. Yeah, he embodies Especially the Peter whole. Parker. Yeah, Especially. absolutely.
0: And this role, as people have been waiting for Miles for... Years and years they and have. years. So you've got to get it 100% correct. I know you mentioned, what you mentioned is like, the guy from Stranger Things is
1: like... Oh, yes, yeah.
0: That for me is incorrect. I agree. Because I think he's too known already. Yep. I think give it to an up-and-coming or someone not yeah. really known.
1: The, the, the tricky one with this is they need to try, it, which... I don't. I don't. I personally don't know many actors of Latino and African American. Yeah, I can't think. There probably are some people are going. Oh, but I personally don't know any. So they. It's so vital they capture both of those because the parents are so important. Yeah. So like the mum, he has. He was going to be talking about this later. He's ma- His main relationship is his mum. That, which is the Latino side. Yeah. But then that dad's side. That they, they need someone that can switch between the cool, Mars Morales uh, was he, is it where Air Jordan's, yeah, Jordans. Yeah, yeah. They need that. They need to get that aspect perfect because yeah. that is Mars Morales. But then they need to get that Latino love through his mother. Yeah. And I don't. I don't. I'm far as I'm aware, that Stranger Things guy is just African American. Yeah. And he's like, got to speak Spanish. Yeah. Absolutely and naturally as yeah, well. Naturally, not the, just learn it. Naturally is the word we're looking for. Yeah. It needs to roll off. And I don't think the Latino community would be that happy if they don't represent yeah. it in some way i agree i don't think so so well if, if you're latino and you think we're wrong let's know let's know <laughs> yeah. come out we're, we're trying to help you <laughs> um but yeah uh, that is such a big big moment um it's such a huge character now i've got an incredible 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 fact for when we talk across the spider verse because i i don't think you know it but if any listeners if you don't know it it's incredible um so yeah it's such a huge character they need to get that right Okay, now, Pascoe and Tom Holland also confirmed that Spider-Man 4 is still very much happening. We know that. It's on hold due to the writer strike at the minute. Oh, and yeah. And when that's uh, all sorted, just pay them the fucking money. Yep. For God's sake, you animals, uh, pay them. Sorry. Um, once that's sorted, they'll then uh, carry on with it. Now, this is just huge uh, because No Way Home, we tweeted it on our Twitter recently, at Weekly Cut, um, for Tom Holland's birthday. What a ending that was. Yeah. It was essentially perfect. Um, so my question to you is, what sort of story or maybe villain do you need slash want for this Spider-Man 4? More, It's going to be now more grounded, etc. What do you need from it after that perfect ending?
0: Uh, oh, what would I have? See, I would have liked Green Goblin or Hobgoblin. Yeah. But I don't think we can have that now. No. Um, Kingpin is a nat- the only natural way Natural's, I can see it going. Yeah. Or grounded Spider-Man.
1: So, when you say Green Goblin, or did, would you want like the Osbournes introduced? Do you want that, Is or it, I don't know? I do. Feel like doesn't that... Ned turn into the like Hobgoblin? <laughs> he does do, in the comics. Yeah, that'd be quite. He one. turns into Hobgoblin, I think. Um, but I do. Th- I do think that Osbournes would be quite cool too. Because if he now goes to I don't know some geeky school or university or yeah. something like that, um, where where he could meet Kurt Connors, who's the Lizard and stuff like that. Yeah, he could go to university and meet. Uh, you know, Harry Osborn as a dorm mate or something. But I think back to what you just said about Kingpin natural selection, it feels so easy to do that. I know yeah. if they don't do that, I'd be quite annoyed because with Daredevil, the whole point of that perfect ending of nowhere home is that it's going to be grounded. He needs to just keep to the streets yeah. and focus on being a good friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Yeah. So if Kingpin is out there, he wouldn't, Spider-Man's going to interrupt his sort of day to day, Bad activities, so it makes perfect sense. Yeah,
0: and Vinny's knocking about already. <laughs> yes, they're, they're filming. He is the perfect kingpin. If there's ever a
1: kingpin, it's him. Vincent D'Onofrio, yeah. without question. Uh, get Charlie Cox in the movie as well. Why not have Spider-Man and Daredevil team up? No one really settles for just sole uh, people anymore. They want you know him in there, him in there. They're all in New York. Just be there. Yeah. So yeah, can't wait. Have Punisher, John Byrne for whatever. I could have a side villain like Scorpion. It just it's got so much potential that Spider-Man 4. I was just about to say that. And if it's going to be a new trilogy, which it will be because it makes billions of dollars, bring in live-action Miles Morales. Yeah. That have have Tom Holland's Peter Parker with a young Miles Morales being his mentor like we got in Spider-Man The Game, which was phenomenal. Yeah,
0: I'll take that all day long. Move away from Fantastical MCU, yes. Doctor Strange, all that, and just get, let's give us Spider-Man. No iron spider suits. Yeah, Just give us Spider-Man a Spider-Man suit. The suit at the end... I want that but, perfect and just stay in there and just swing around
1: just swing around New yep. York that's all we want yeah uh, right good segue because we're now going to get into across the spider verse uh, now this is as I mentioned up top we done our preview of the year uh, back in January and this was definitely up there for one of the most anticipated movies for both myself and Connor yeah um, now the movie had a hundred million pound budget uh pretty decent for an uh, animation yeah. i think that's more i think that's in line with super mario bros which is doing very well box office wise mm. um i think the new elemental movie had a 200 million budget oh that that's a whole another episode for me and you to talk about the nightmare that is pixar and disney at the minute yeah uh, they've laid off loads of people as well it's it is a catastrophe at the minute for yeah. one of the biggest ips in film is disney and pixar but i hope they get their shit in order um so the box office in the opening weekend global haul was 208.6 million very good yeah strong very out. very good uh which is good because the movie's fucking great
0: Fantastic. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's great
1: yeah. Uh, we're going to get into it uh, the movie has insanely good reviews and word of mouth rotten tomatoes 95% critic and 96, 96, 96 i'm going to call it 96 yeah, 96%, 96%. Yeah. 96% yeah. audience score uh, also the highest rated superhero movie on imdb oh now, I'm going to say up top, I do think it's getting a little bit exaggerated. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it's one of the best be- best movies ever. Yeah, um, I agree. I, I think me and Connor actually prefer Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah, I do. Um, yeah. But bear in mind, I think I rated that a 9 out of 10 Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah. And I think he was probably around about that as well. Yeah, I think it was about nine and a half. Yeah, yeah I think you actually <laughs> yeah. was. Um, it, th- that, for me, is a near-perfect movie. So that doesn't mean anything to this, because this movie is also great, and we're going to get into the do's and the why's and the how's. Yeah. So... Let's get the negative, if you want to call it negative, out the way first by addressing the sort of first half an hour. Yeah. Um, so I've just wrote down some bullet points here to get to get, get the sort of conversation going. It opens with Gwen's story. Yeah. Um. I quite I really liked Gwen in this.
0: I did. Yeah. I like Gwen in this. Yes. Voice
1: by Hayley Steinfeld. Who yep. was, I think we both. Where's, uh, Connor's <mwah> wife is close. <laughs> we will just leave it at the. Uh, so she's fantastic though. Uh, voice actress, brilliant. Yeah. And it opens up with. Sort of, I'm Gwen. This is how this is my story. I'm bit just as it opened up with um Mars Morales in the first movie. Uh I really liked the, you know, her universe. Did you? You would have noticed it because you got a better eye for this. You know the different colouring and yeah, what an incredible weird thing to do. It was like changing with the mood, wasn't it, yeah. and like stuff like that. That's it. Yeah. yeah. So like it was zooming in on the dad who was feeling sad and like behind Gwen, it was all red and yeah. Oh, it was a
0: really cool way to start and. The visuals of this film throughout were fantastic.
1: I'm, unlike anything we've seen, they surpassed the first movie by oh, quite some bit. Yeah, 100%.
0: And to kick the film off this way, you thought, yep. this is what you're getting. Yeah.
1: Buckle up. We'll set the tone yeah. quite early because I also liked the fact that in that universe, Peter Parker was lizard. Yeah. So like, I thought straight away, I sat there and I thought to myself, fucking hell, anything could go in this in this film then. Yep. Peter Parker's the lizard and Gwen kills him. <laughs> yeah,
0: that that was cool.
1: Really, really yeah. good. Um, so then, it, we also learn very, very early that Gwen gets caught up with Spider Man twenty ninety nine. Really cool scene with that that like Italian vulture uh, oh, yeah. from,
0: paper. It's <laughs> our yeah, yeah.
1: paper. It's really, really cool though. Yeah. Um, and then she obviously shows off her stuff, and and he gets uh, he recruits her. Um, and we're going to get into her dad and Captain Stacy, and why those people are important in each timeline a bit later on because they're known as the uh, the cannon. What was it called? I've yeah. got it written down as the canon yeah, part the canon, which yeah. you cannot break and we're going to yeah. get into all of it. Um, so, uh, let's move on to, uh, Oh, I will say actually, uh, I'm going to say it now. The mum, Miles Morales' mum. Yeah, The animation is fantastic. I'm attracted to her. Very attractive lady, yeah. Very attractive lady. It's like, um, what's that,
0: what's that, What's the, the the bunny rabbit who everyone thinks is sexy?
1: Oh, I know what you're talking about. It's really weird. I, isn't it? Yeah, I it's really weird. About. But it's that. It's like that. Jesus Christ! Um, but no. Again, just to want to emphasise the the animation is absolutely brilliant. Uh, also, in this sort of early bit, um, again, it's not a negative, mm. but the the family dynamic with uh, the dad and um, Miles's mum, and the sort of the juggling of superhero and the, I've seen that a million times. Yeah. Um so all I'm saying is the story without the multiverse bit, which is phenomenal, is quite plain. Yeah. They they get away with it with how good and the, yeah, yeah, how good the visuals are, yep. and how good it then comes with the multiversal aspect. But for that first, I'd say half an hour to forty minutes, I was sitting there, and I don't know if you was, I was sitting there thinking, Isn't this like supposed to be one of the best movies ever that I keep hearing about in reviews? And yeah.
0: I was worried. That's what I was thinking, because I was wondering, am I watching the wrong film? Yeah. I don't know what's going on.
1: Um, and also we got Spot, who was uh, seen a bit as a punchline of a joke and a non-threat, which makes sense in hindsight, because we know what happens later. Yeah. But yeah, all, all that first half hour, that's what I've wrote down here. that That's what I mean by negative. I just felt it was quite safe. Yeah. And not groundbreaking, we've seen it.
0: Well, two things I felt about, um, two negatives I had in my mind. One touching on Spot. Yeah. Again, we've almost kind of seen it with Electro. Yeah. Where he's like, he's a bit of a joke and he just turns into someone a bit more
1: <laughs> than a, a bit <laughs> of a joke. That's actually a really good point. That's quite, but I suppose that's
0: all villain origin stories will be
1: like that. Yeah.
0: And my one of my biggest issues, which really did hurt the film for me.
1: Okay. Um, was the sound issue. Yes. Well done for addressing that. Yeah. So yeah, just want to stand that for a minute because people will know what you're talking about. Yeah. So
0: the film started, so bearing in mind... Our sim- local cinema is notorious for having shit sound on <laughs> Yeah. And we've complained multiple times. Yeah. <clears throat> Watching the film, I thought, I can't really hear anything. Especially, Especially with, the beginning. Yeah. Gwen's dialogue. I thought, what? I can't, I don't know what you're saying. Yeah. And I turned to Holly and I said, can you hear this? And she said, no, not really. And we was going to complain. But now I realise that it's actually the film and yeah. the cinema, which is, it's, it's uncomfortable because you're straining your ears. Yeah. To think, What's yeah. What's going on?
1: And it's, it's just really weird that that was not picked up. Yeah because so many people have picked up on it, so surely when it was screen tested, that must have filtered through. But they've stuck with it, whether that was a you know a director's choice or something, I don't know. But I completely agree. The, the first 20 minutes, there was times I sort of had to piece together what they may have said previous. Yeah. So, yeah, not, not a good start. <clears and> that <throat> didn't hurt it. <throat> yeah. um, but let's stay on Spot. Why does he... Uh, I'm going to go for you to explain it. Why does he hate Miles so much? What is what's Spot's goal here?
0: So... In the first film, we all know the collider, whatever it's called. The super collider. Super yeah. collider, Moles um, destroys it. Yeah. But what he didn't know was the guy, one of the scientists, was in the room. Jonathan Ohm, I think his name is, yeah. And he was affected by the collider yeah. and was turned into the Spot Man. The Spot Man, yeah. And he lost his face, he lost <laughs> everything.
1: Yeah. So now his sole purpose is to take everything from Miles. To be the nemesis of Miles. Well, yeah. well put. Yeah. And he also got a bagel thrown at his head. He did the get first a bagel movie, his head. Which I did laugh at. I did <laughs> laugh at in fairness. Um so the movie starts getting interesting when we discover that Gwen has been sent to Miles' universe to basically like do recon on spot. Mm. And it started to get a little bit oh, okay. So she's not just coming to see Miles. Yeah. Um now Gwen gets distracted because she shouldn't have been. She was told specifically, which we're going to get on to, not speak to the main anomaly, which is Miles. Yeah, We'll get into that a little bit later. Um, and then it turns out, because she was distracted, having a swing around New York with her, her boyfriend, Miles, the spot manages to enhance his power and can now travel to any dimension. He
0: works fast, doesn't
1: he? He works fast. <laughs> yeah. He works fast. But he doesn't stop there because he wants to, if I've got this right, he wants to go to... Uh, Any All the dimensions where, or one of the dimensions where he can find the super collider. Yeah. And then using that, he can enhance it completely and he will become the, you know, the greatest villain ever and unstoppable force of Spot. Yeah. Um, So he does. And I I suppose now we fast forward to Mumbaton.
0: Mumbaton, yeah. Which
1: is brilliant. I really like that. (laughs) I'm going to scroll down because we got some things to talk about in that. Um, so, uh, that's uh, just, it's Mumbai and Manhattan, this universe. Uh, Miles sneakily follows Gwen into the portal, which she doesn't know about, mm. um, and he shouldn't be there. Um, again, it all comes full circle soon. But What did you think about this scene? What did you think of the Mumbatan?
0: It was it was really cool, <laughs> no. because it, it was like a new universe we'd never ever explored it no. before, and it was just basically Mumbai and Manhattan just merged into one. The traffic was insane. Um... Sort saw the different people, and yeah. it's just, it was cool to see. And then we got to the, the Spider-Man in that universe. Love him.
1: How cool. He is brilliant. Yeah. What a good-looking animation. Really good. Fresh hair. I'm yeah. obviously jealous, but fresh yeah. hair. Um, really funny. Um, I think it's the... I'm, I'm pretty sure the voice actor is the taxi driver in Deadpool. Oh, okay. The funny one, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Uh, but the way he was going, stop saying chai tea, it's titi. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and naan bread. <Yeah. laughs> just really, really cool. He... The different fighting style that he was doing using his bangles. Yeah. Just brilliant. That's exactly... It. And I felt like this was the moment I leant forward and was like, okay, I'm we're, now in Across in. the Spider-Verse. And, yeah. You know, it's, it's brilliant. Um We also meet the scene stealer for me, Hobie. We meet Spider-Punk yeah. voiced by Daniel Kalua, who I thought was excellent. He he was... I think he was standout. I, I agree. He stole the show for me. And yeah. Every scene he was in, he was this sort of like, what's the word I'm looking for? He was like rising up against the system. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I can't think of the, the phrase, but he just wasn't going to let the man get him down. <laughs> Basically, he's yeah. raging against the machine. Yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah. I thought he was... At, and his animation... Again, really cool. Uh, apparently, I read...
0: get oh, changing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And I read that there was not... At any one time, there was multiple frame rates on his body purposely put by these VR... Uh, FRX people. FRX? VRX people. Uh, brilliant. Yeah. Absolutely brilliant. Um, So then from there... This is where it starts getting. And you're going, You've got some tough questions coming up, Con. Ooh. This is where we start understanding why Miles shouldn't be getting involved. So Spot is now better, and he defeats the Spider Men that are trying to stop him. Get to the collider. He gets there, um, and then there's an explosion, and the the Alchemax facility is sliding down Mumbatan. Not bloody looks lovely. Not Mumbaton. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's sliding down, and that looks really cool. You know, they're all flying through and they're saving people. Yeah. Brilliant. Um, But then there's Captain Singh, I think he's called, isn't he? Yeah. Um, Which is Spider-Man India's father-in-law soon-to-be father-in-law or something like that. Um, And Miles saves him, but but Gwen goes to pull him back Mm -hmm. and say, don't. And he goes, I can do it, I'll be fine, but that's not why she was doing it. Yeah. Um, He's the anomaly, he shouldn't be there and he saves Captain Singh. So, do you want to just try and explain here why is that person so... Vital Captain Singh and also their Captain Stacy. It's basically Captain Stacy. Yeah.
0: yeah. So we, we find out later... Like, first of all, Gwen should be more
1: clear. <laughs> when she's talking yeah. talking about it. Just chat to just me, Just Gwen. explain. Open up.
0: But well, do you want me to get into why he...
1: Yeah, we're going to call it... It is, I remember, it's called a canon event. So yeah. we're going to get onto the Spider Society. We're going to get into what Miguel okay. says about... But just that he is a canon event, isn't he?
0: Captain... Yeah. So essentially, with the canon events, in order for... The spider web or the spider verse, yep, to continue it. these canon events must take place, must. And if they don't take place, then it cracks, a, it just cracks the web basically. Which shocked me, yeah.
1: Um, because and we'll talk about that now because we're going to speak about Miguel O'Hara in a minute. But he basically does this and breaks a canon event by inserting himself into another reality, yeah. Um, because he wanted a family, and it's really sad. But then because of that and the canon event didn't take place then it all just starts evaporating and and uh just sort of disintegrating because he has the baby in his arms and it, it evaporates yeah just just yeah yeah so it's really really like sort of heart-wrenching that bit but it makes sense that that's why he's so ruthless spider-man 299 because one man saved could be an entire universe, universe gone yeah gone um so those canon like kind of said that it's absolutely vital but he saved captain singh yeah and then it starts happening there yes it does they so have to put it yeah so yeah and then and then at that point it's, let's move on to spider society then because at that point the the movie kicks into overdrive um and miguel o'hara voiced by um oscar isaac wants a chat with miles yeah
0: cool so, come into my office
1: come into my office uh what did you think of spider Man 2099 um he
0: was he was very very cool yep and you do get villain vibes from him, hundred percent, which yeah. I think is good because I think you need that mix with the when you got so many spider like we got Peter Parked's car, yes, that made me yes. laugh. That got me. That was brilliant. But he got so many different variants. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> that really made me yeah. laugh because so many different <laughs> variants that you need an, an, a darker one and almost like a yeah. villainous Spider-Man. Yeah, and he was perfect. He looked menacing as
1: well 100% agree scary. Uh, I'll tell you what I'm going to stop here before we get onto the big man the big man Miguel O'Hara yeah. because this I thought was brilliant at this point about him being the main anomaly what he calls him yeah, and right. why he is I thought that was brilliant storytelling yep. Um. so we're going to get on to that in a second but would you like me to just go through a little bit of Easter eggs because oh, yes. I need to throw this fact to you go Um. so a Cu- couple of them just to throw up. You may have seen it. Uh, Mrs. Chen from the Venom universe, we saw her. She wasn't phased at all. Yeah. We saw J.K. Simmons multiple times as uh, John Jonah Jameson. Loved it. Yeah. Anytime I hear that voice. We saw Andrew Garfield in live action, uh, the scene with Captain Stacy. We also saw um, the original Uncle Ben, yeah. Tabernacle Maguire. Really good moments. Uh, and one of the most shocking was Donald Glover's Prowler. Yeah. Live action prowler. I can't believe that. Absolutely brilliant type of Easter egg and a cameo that just made total sense. And the reason it made total sense is because of this outstanding fact. Go. Ready for this. Yeah, go on. If you know this, it's fantastic. If you don't, this is brilliant. So um, I, I know off-head. I'm not going to read from, from my notes. So in, in 2010, you know about his show, The Community? Yeah. Yeah. In 2010, on, I think it was the season two opening called Anth- Anthropology, um, he dressed up as uh, a black Spider-Man um, because he was trying to genuinely, and this is not a joke, he was trying to be cast instead of Andrew Garfield oh. in The Amazing Spider-Man. And it was a joke and he tried, he'd tried. done a viral campaign. Um, obviously, Andrew Garfield was cast, but then the writer, and I'll just get his name up, the writer, I think it was called like Brendan or something. Uh, where is it? Uh, Brian Bendis saw it and was uh, motivated to make an African-American type uh, Spider-Man yeah. which is obviously not the norm in Marvel comics so Miles Morales was created oh.
0: um, and
1: then that doesn't stop there uh, then Donald Glover um, was sort of trying to obviously it was never going to get a movie off the ground because Peter Parker was too big and you're never going to not do a Peter Parker story Yeah. Um, and he even voiced Miles Morales in a animated series that I love called Ultimate Spider-Man um, and then uh, obviously played Aaron Davies in Spider-Man Homecoming alongside Tom Holland Which was the Prowler in that movie. Yeah. Uh, What an incredible. So basically, Donald Glover was huge to the point of Mars Morales. Yeah. And it's a shame he was too old to the point where he couldn't play him. But it all started with a gag in community. That is really cool. 13 years ago. It shows you you've got to take that. You got, to, take that you've got to do it, uh, and well done to old Brian Bendis for actually creating Miles Morales because he is one of the greatest yeah. uh, sort of original characters made up like that. It's just brilliant. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we'll move on from the Easter eggs and back into uh, the Spider Society. So Miguel explains all about the Spider Verse and how he helps to ensure the canon events occur. Um, now I guess from here, Miles has a lot to process because I loved how also all the random Spider-Men start coming in. Yeah. It was really, it was just, it was only Miguel, Gwen, Peter B. Parker and stuff like that. And then they all just start sort of cornering him mm. because as Miguel was explaining darker and darker. So like Connor just explained, he's basically told in two days, your dad's dying. Yeah. That's quite a lot to process. It's <laughs>
0: a lot to take and yeah, and you can't save him.
1: Yeah. And yeah, no oh, sorry. Yeah, not only that, you can't save him. Yeah. We won't let you save him. Um, And... It's just mental. The fact that then he then gets hit with a double punch because he basically says you're the reason the Spider-Man in your universe died. You're the reason Peter Parker died because that that spider is not supposed to be in your universe that bit you. Yeah, you was never supposed to be created, and now there's not a Spider-Man protecting Earth forty-two, which is where that spider come from. Um, That's just it was such brilliant storytelling that was like shit.
0: It was a good, like, it was a good twist. Yeah, really good twist. Because now just, you're told that Miles shouldn't
1: really exist. Exactly that. He yeah. should. He should just be Miles Morales, geeky boy at school, smart boy. Yeah. And he shouldn't. And there should be Peter Parker swinging around. But obviously, Peter Parker's dead. And all the all the anomalies out from that. All the the reason Spider Society is a thing is because of Miles Morales. Yeah. It's mental. That really is mad. huge. Um. So i yeah, like I've written down there. I just loved how portrayed he felt. Um, but then do you want to just go through the chase? Because then oh. he, it goes on there. Miles, before you um, sort of explain it, how good was Hobie in this scene? Because he's like, nah, man, I'm not, I ain't in. I ain't letting you to tell he can't tell this boy he can't save his dad. Yep. So when he gets locked by Miguel into that little thing, he just comes up to the thing and goes, remember, it's all in the palms. Yeah, <laughs> that was
0: brilliant. And he says, by the way, I quit, and then throws his thing yeah. out Yeah. And-
1: Absolutely brilliant. But then we commenced the chase all through 2099. And yeah. How good is it?
0: The chase is, is so good. Seeing all different Spider-Men and different variants. And you see the one that's like the, the 2D Spider-Man just swinging and just misses. Oh, yeah. That really made oh, me I laugh. F- you're
1: f- you you remember the little things. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah, that was brilliant.
0: T-Rex, Peter Parker. Yeah. There's so many. A lot of it you see in the trailer, which was a bit of a shame to me. Because I thought, I've seen a lot of this. But a lot of it you didn't. Yeah. The end bit of the chase you didn't see. So... Basically, Miles, you do think, what is he up to? Yeah. He's just swinging around, going mental, just escaping. And he's getting there, to be yeah. fair. And then he boards a, a train to the moon. Yeah, a, an absolute <laughs> bullet, a bullet train, train, to train to the, to moon. the moon, yeah. Uh, and it turns out he's got every single Spider-Man to follow him. Yeah. They're a bit brilliant. A bit dumb, they? But to be fair,
1: I didn't think of that. I didn't either. Because <laughs> when he said that, I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah. I was like, yeah fair <laughs> and he can handle himself.
0: He's a good he's good. Well,
1: that, going one on one against um, Miguel O'Hara, play Spider Man twenty nine. He's got like hundred eighty years worth of tech on him, but yeah. yeah, brilliant, brilliant fight. And Oscar Isaac's voice acting in that moment when he was screaming, "You don't know what you're doing," and just really, really good. Um, and the way Mars Brown says, "I'm going to do my own thing," just looks so cool. It was really cool. What a cool character.
0: So that the the Spider Man who's like, um, "I've landed." I'm looking at the wall.
1: Oh, Ben what? Riley. That's Andy Sandberg. Oh,
0: is it? Yeah. Is that a, a character that's famous character? It's
1: a, it's a very, very beloved. It's called. He's called Ben Riley, and he's called the Scarlet Spider. Ah. A Few people are a little bit pissed off because they do really love that character, and he's got a really cool. Which I won't go into now. but He's got a really cool uh, backstory. Yeah. Um. But they made him a, a joke in it. But I laughed. At, I laughed. I was cracking up. Here's something in the alley. I'm now checking the alley. I'm looking into the dark. It's really, really funny. Yeah. Uh. Really good. Um. So. Yeah, fair enough. People might have a gripe with that, but there's there's so much going on. Did we really need to now? I mean, this is Miles Morales and Gwen's movie. We don't need yeah. to, We don't need to bring Scarlet Spider in just now. Um, it was a good addition, and he's gonna be in the next one. He's gonna be in Beyond because he's Dave Dev. He's part of the hunting party. Oh yeah, coming after Miles. So yeah, it'll be fine. Um, so yeah, we've sort of come to the end now, and then the sort of the final bit I'll mention. Um, before as we get onto the big big twist. Which again, I didn't see coming. Nah, no, way. Um, But I just want to ask you did Did you how long did it take you to figure out what was happening? So, for for, for the listeners, what happens is Miles Morales, after leading all the Spider Men away, he goes back to the Spider Society headquarters and uh, tricking Spider by it. Well, not tricking. She emphasizes, yeah, about it and lets him escape through the machine that scans your DNA. And send you back to the universe that your DNA belongs to. Yeah. But as we just said, he was bitten by Earth forty two spider, which has affected his whole DNA. So the machine correctly, not mistakenly I guess, correctly, puts him into Earth 42. Yeah. But I was I felt I was getting annoyed. Um so the end of the scene when he's speaking to Miles' mum. Yeah. I was getting annoyed like you know Spider Man is. Yeah, so was I. <laughs> yeah. So this is what I'm saying. So talk me through that scene because we, we're getting Gwen at the same time if you can remember yeah because Gwen is trying to help Miles she was kicked out of spider Society she's coming to try and help Miles yeah and then you've got Miles speaking to his mum and it took me ages and then the penny dropped
0: yeah so to like support this as well throughout the film he's trying to tell he wants to tell his yes. mum and dad oh
1: that's a good point that, you are good at this <laughs> so that's what I mean
0: he wants to tell his mum and dad that he is Spider-Man but he feels like if he does they won't love him as well yes so he gets to the point where... Big moment. Builds up the courage. And you can see his suit still on show a little bit. And then he gets to the point and he says, I'm Spider-Man. And we are like, oh, he's told him. Brilliant. Yeah. And the mum pauses. like She's like, I don't know what to say. And she makes a joke of it.
1: And was she like me? Yeah. I was, I was like, that's a really killed the moment. Yeah. And I was like, what? Why have you done that? Yeah. You know who Spider-Man is. Yeah. But so, then she doesn't. Yeah. Because there's no Spider-Man in this universe. We said it earlier. The, the spider wasn't there to bite anyone. It's been crime riddled. They, there's, this, there's, there's talk of the Sinister Six on the news. Um, so yeah, the penny dropped and it's like, shit. I didn't,
0: I didn't clock Sinister Six on
1: this. You didn't see that? Didn't yeah, see like that. The, there was, it's the, the, the whole place. It's basically Gotham. Yeah. <laughs> it's basically Gotham. Yeah. Um, and then you've got the parallel bit. Miguel in the correct universe where Miles is actually from. You've got Miguel O'Hara and um, Spider Gwen and Spider Woman and Scarlet Spider hunting him. And mm. she's sort of, I thought she was listening to their conversation. So did I. It's mental, but she she walks into the room, it's empty, and then she realises he's not here. Yeah. I think she sort of twigs what's happened. Um, and then the big reveal. Do you want to go for that now? Um, so back into Earth 42, he's been captured by someone. Yep. And now let's go through that scene because it ends with this.
0: Yeah. So we're, so we're going up to, so Miles' uncle's back. Yeah. And he's giving um, his mum some money just to cover the rent and yeah, stuff. What a cool character. Cool guy. <laughs> <out>. he, <laughs> says, he says to Miles, "Um, he, he, if you're taking your braids out, Yeah. Miles plays along because he thinks, well, yeah, I suppose they have. They go, he's twigged, is not he? he? Knows. Aaron Davies is twig. From yeah. there, he knows. They go up to the roof and then Miles sees a big um, mural of, oh, his, yeah, of, course, yeah. of his dad. So his dad's Jefferson, started. yeah. It's yeah. So, like resting power,
1: Jefferson or something like that. Was that. Do you reckon that was a bit of a nod to George Floyd? Probably, yeah. Because I felt like it, I felt if you got them side by side... They're probably the same. ...they looked like he, the the face was pointing the same way. I yeah. thought that when I saw it, I don't know if it was or not. I could be making up shit. Um, yeah, I could
0: be. And on his bag, he had like BLM on his yeah, bag and stuff. Yeah, and so
1: exactly. And, it was, and resting power. I thought maybe. But yeah. um, anyway, sorry, carry on.
0: And then he's caught by the prowler. Ah, like, oh, shit. <laughs> like his uncle, the prowler, he's got him. Oh, he's bad in this yeah. one. And he's tied up to a punch bag, and he punches the punch bag with a thing. Yeah. I think Miles says something like, you don't have to do this. You don't have to be like this. And he says, it's not me. Yeah. Out he walks. <laughs> I knew straight away. Yeah. Out he walks. Miles Morales. But not Miles Morales. It's like a little twinge. It's yeah. like a Latino twinge. Yes. he says his Cause
1: he Because sa- a couple of things he says, he sounds like, I don't want to say the wrong thing, but he says something along the lines of, like, Vato. Yeah. Like that thing what you hear in... Um, sort of like cartels, yeah, and yeah. So I think he's embraced that side of that it, side, and, yeah. Um, yeah, I just thought it was. Although you did see it coming at that point, I thought it's absolutely brilliant, yeah. And it's going to lead into um, beyond the Spider Verse. Brilliant. Um, I'll tell you what. One, an, a, a negative thing I will say, and then just end on because I we've been really, really praiseful of this. It's a brilliant movie. Um, I what hurt it for me was the the fact it wasn't called Part One. Yeah, I agree. We spoke about this off-air. off, off air. Yeah. Um, the, the best, what, what we mean by that is, and, and tell me if you think I'm wrong or, or disagree, but Infinity War had, we spoke about it, had a very clear start, middle, and end. Thanos wins Infinity War as a movie concludes. Yeah. We then pick up in Endgame five years later, so it's a whole new movie. Yeah. Um, Definitely Hallows. Um, these are the two most iconic part one and two, which is why I'm I'm referencing these definitely hallows it's called part one and it ends mid movie basically yeah with the elder ones now being with Voldemort, so this should i think this would have benefited a lot of people have said like that it, it didn't really help the ending because you were a bit like Oof. yeah do you know what i mean and
0: i was thinking when i was watching because i knew it was part one but i was thinking how are they gonna where are they gonna stop this to go part two yeah and then when it did end there was people in the cinema going is that it yeah so they obviously didn't know that it's part one, part two.
1: Well, they, with a, not everyone's got a podcast. Not everyone yeah. reads up all the news. We know, we know that March twenty ninth, I think, across the Spider Verse comes yeah. in theaters, which is effectively part two. But if you don't know that, you're like, oh, am I waiting another five years? Because there's was a five year gap between the first and this one. So well, yeah. roughly. So um, yeah, like
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know why they took out part one. There was no need. There to was turn no that need.
1: Out. There was no need. I yeah. think that would have benefited the movie a little bit more. Yeah. Um. But and but nonetheless, just brilliant. We've still got some, maybe we'll do some theory time sort of down the line. Um, I'm pretty sure we're going to see Miles and Miles team up. I yeah. don't think it's going to be a case of them fighting and then defeating. I think Miles, bad Miles, is going to want to save the dad in the he's end. Papa. Yeah, he's pup up. Yeah, uh, but that's it across the Spider Verse. Brilliant. Out of ten, con
0: finish it. Uh, I'm going to give it uh, an eight point five out of ten.
1: I, I was I was an eight point five, then I thought an eight, and then I thought actually no, that is even though an eight is a great score. Yeah, I thought disrespectful. 8.5, brilliant. Yeah, well done. It's absolutely brilliant. Um, thoroughly recommend uh, recommended from Weekly Cup. Yeah, go and see it. Go and see it. Yeah. Uh, right now, it's time for what is on our screens. Tell me. I've been really busy. Yeah,
0: well, Vegas prep. Yeah, Vegas prep is yeah. in
1: full swing. You're literally as soon as you press uh, off air on this,
0: you're gonna pack. I've got to go pack. Yeah. to go pack. It's, it's been mad.
1: Uh, I've only been watching Superman and Lois. Um, all of sound. It, it is brilliant. I really, really hope. Because um, the CW's in trouble, aren't they? Oh, um, yeah. So there's rumours that that could be cancelled because it's a quite an expensive show. Yeah. Because it, it looks better than all the other CW stuff. But it's such a good show. Um, as I've said before, Lois Lane's got cancer. So it's a really like punch you in the stomach every week because it's brilliant. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So uh, that's all I've got on my screen, mate.
0: Uh, I've watched nothing on screen, but yesterday I went to see Disney 100. What, what was that? So it's like a. They played the. the films on screen and a live orchestra that like, plays the songs and there's singers and stuff.
1: Tell you what, that sounds right up your street. Yeah, it, well, it, it was.
0: No. Oh. No, and Holly said the same thing. So, it's a Disney production. Yeah. And this might tell you the, the troubles of Disney at the moment. It's a Disney production. The singers were subpar. The orchestra was tiny so it wasn't good. And the screen was really small. And I, I did feel a bit cheated. Oh. So if it was a sub company not Disney yeah, yeah, put yeah. this on, fair enough but it's a Disney production
1: and how, that was how we, much was
0: the tickets we paid £100 for two Jesus it's about 50 quid
1: yeah that's still £100 pound. Yeah.
0: yeah and it just wasn't 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 great they're, oh. they're laughing
1: at us all. yeah yeah I mean like you say I think that just speaks to Disney's troubles at the minute uh, I'm sure as things come out we'll, we'll be doing updates because there's so much we could get into maybe we'll have to do an episode on yeah. Disney <laughs> for God's sake uh, right it's time for ending the show with Boxer Scraps
0: of Scraps loud one
1: it was very loud. Always, yeah. He loves it. Oh, Obadiah Stane. Yeah. Uh, right, I've just got uh, one scrap to steal. Oh, two scraps actually. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Mutant Mayhem dropped its trailer. Um, that is the epitome of something that will only work in um, animation for me. Yeah. I don't know if you saw the trailer. Oh yeah, before Re- It's really yeah. cool. It's really cool. Um, they tried live action, and the first one was all right, but the, the second one wasn't. I just think and the, the voice cast is brilliant. Jackie Chan as bloody um, Splinter. Yeah. Not Splinter. Sorry. Who's the? What's the rat? Rat Man man we'll call him Ratman. Oh, I forgot his name. Anyway, um, yeah, so he's he's there. Um I just yeah, I think it looks looks great. Yeah. Um and then lastly, I'll say The Witcher, season three, the last time we see Henry Cavill as Gerald, um, on June eighth, which is Thursday? Yeah. Yeah, June eighth. There's the Summer Game Fest. Looking forward to that. Yeah. Um, summer Game Fest, and they'll drop in the first big full trailer. of Which is season three, so what's But Damn. that's me on scraps.
0: Uh, I've got two scraps. Go for it. Uh, so first scrap, another trailer, uh, The Outlaws. Oh, yes. What's uh, going on here? I saw it on the train home. Adam Sandler posted it. So is Netflix it his movie? From, it must be. He doesn't direct it, but he might be
1: executive producer. Is he or... in the trailer or not? No, he's not in it. I know he's he's, he's with the Safdie brothers all over Netflix at the minute, so yeah. mate, he must be involved. Sorry.
0: I think it's cool. Uh, Pierce Brosnan's in it. Love it. Um, there's others in it, but I was yeah. I don't know, but it's basically outlaws and they are off the grid. Yeah. And then he meets his in laws, but they're like the most famous bank robbers in the whole of the United States and they rob his bank because he's <laughs> it a sounds
1: bank. Great, it's really cool. i as soon as I'm home, I'm watching this trailer. Yeah. That sounds great. Worth yeah. what well, well, that's
0: Netflix as well, so Brilliant. perfect. Um, and the second trailer we mentioned earlier in the show about Disney and Pixar more we'll, like touch on that at later episodes. Yeah. Um do you remember that fact where Toy Story 2 was del- 90% deleted? I know about this yeah. woman. Yeah, so yeah. 90% deleted. The woman had a backup at home. Yeah. she's basically saved the film. <laughs> she's been laid off. Yeah. That
1: is disgusting. That is terrible. Yeah. My- made you billions. Yeah.
0: That is really horrible.
1: <laughs> Getting hell. uh Because without that, it would have just failed yeah. if she didn't take that one home. Uh, yeah, I did, I did, she, she, she was one of the big Pixar and, and Disney layoffs in the week. Bloody hell. Disgusting. Disgusting. Uh, but that is it. That's the show. Yeah. Uh, as I said, next week, we're, we're not there next week. and um, we're obviously in Vegas, so still follow us on Twitter. <laughs> we'll be posting some things on there. Yeah. We'll be staying in touch with you guys and then we're back for. Could be one of the most talked about movies of this year. It's yeah. the Flash, another multiverse movie. Uh, cannot wait for that. Plus all the um, trailers and news that comes with it. Uh, we're hearing some things are coming. So for now, I will say thank you and I'll see you for Flash.
0: Yeah, and thanks for having us in your ears.